The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Always managed, Swindle. What you do is, see, you give them all your credit card numbers, and if one of them is lucky, they'll send you a prize. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Stop it! Stop it! Don't you realize you've just been brainwashed by corporate propaganda? And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store... At a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Lisa's a grade A moron. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. We are the Financial Guys here with you each and every Saturday. Welcome to the Financial Guys Radio Network. And uh, this is the place where money meets politics. So if you want to hop on board, I would suggest you do it now. 1-800-616-9236. Always an open mic session. You have questions about you and your money, we'll do our best to answer them or point you in the right direction. And, of course, if you want to talk politics or just anything in general, Keep it clean. 1-800-616-9236. I'm getting a little feedback here, like a little uh, dark yeah, your mic sounds, uh Your mic sounds like it's hot almost, like it's spiking or something. It sounds weird on my, on my end as well here. It's, it's neat how we know those words now, spiking and hot. Spiking. Right? It's, yeah, it sounds yeah. like the mic is hot or something's got Maybe <laughs> switch mics or something because it doesn't sound. Uh, Test it now. Uh, no, yeah. but you want me to switch mics? I yeah, can do switch that. mics and do that. I can While do it on the run. Right. Yeah, do it on the run. While we're switching mics, uh, we are going to open up the phone lines today. If you want to join us, of course, 1-800-616-9236. Got a lot to talk about. Como, Biden. Uh, got some sound clips from uh, Jen Psaki as well. And we're going to try to get to some school uh, talk also. Got, of course, global warming. Uh, John, apparently got nine years left. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's I just it. love how these folks talk global warming. So, like, what do you? 22 people have died in Texas, last I counted, well, unfortunately, that was, sadly, that, from cold. That's, that's actually what he said, though. Is What John Kerry said is he's blaming the frigid temperatures and the record cold on global warming. And he, oh, did, say, a lot better. he did say we only got nine years left. So Yeah, that, that other mic is shot. Al Gore, for sure. Al Gore-ish, like. Yep. Yeah, it's always nine years left. Eight, nine years, you know, yeah. it's just enough time for them to uh, line their own pockets, right? Yeah. It's, well, uh, it's and it's amazing. what is what's what what's in eight years? Oh, well, the second election, right? I mean, so the— right. I get it. I get it. Cuomo's in, uh, under some fire. It's amazing all the, the different folks who are energetic and excited this week. And I hate to break it to you, but uh, the poll numbers show that the mental midgets in New York City really still like Andrew, number one. Number two, I personally think you are absolutely delusional if you think the FBI is going to come in and investigate yeah. him and find him to be corrupt. <laughs> yeah, I think that's cover. I think that's, yeah. uh, well, I can't talk about it. It's an, as you know, it's an ongoing investigation. We can't comment. Yeah. 
on an investigation. And then, of course, you know, weeks later, it'll be, wow, we found no wrongdoing. It'll no, say, it was See, great. It was great. I'm vindicated. Yep. You know, uh, meanwhile, the, the bullying is the amazing part of it, right? Yep. So he was hammered this week. Uh, Como, not only for, you know, obviously his horrendous track record, which we'll play some sound clips of. I mean, he had some disastrous press conferences this week. But the fact that he called a downstate representative and threatened to destroy them. Yep. I mean, it's really amazing uh, how much of a bully Andrew Como is. And nobody seems to care in the media. That, no. That's what it's going to take, folks, for him to actually step down and resign. It's going to take a full court press from the media to say, you know what, we can't provide cover for you anymore. I yeah. mean, even the well, Democrats, this is you, Lynn, you, line uh, Nui, I, I, or uh, Nuau, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. My apologies. I don't, I don't mean to, I really don't mean to uh, to no. butcher her name. I, no. don't, I just have no idea uh, how you it's did pronounced. Your best. But you did I did your my best, best honestly. As Here's what she said, though. With COVID. <laughs> this is a Democrat, though. Here's what she said. I kid you not, my text messages, my direct messages, and my inbox are flooded with Como stories, so many people have been bullied, mistreated, or intimidated by him. Yeah, that's a Democrat. Well, and we've but we've been saying this for years, right? But here's what CNN yeah. says: CNN says New York Governor Cuomo says he should have been more aggressive against death misinformation, that's and announces right. nursing home reform initiative. So, yeah, so he don't amazing. worry about it. It wasn't it wasn't Andrew's fault. It was the yeah. nursing home's fault, right? Well, I didn't send that letter that had my name on it, and I signed my you know well my he apologized to it. He apologized for letting all of us blame him yeah. mis, uh, incorrectly. Shame on okay, us. Okay, so Our bad. shame on us. He, you know, he he left an information void, yeah. or vacuum that we filled with speculation. Had nothing to do with the March twenty fifth no. director. No, 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 no. It was he apologized for letting us think that he did something wrong. Shame wow, that's <laughs> so us. big. Yeah, of my him. bad, my bad, unreal. My all right, bad, we'll play Andrew. some clips of him. Yeah, yeah well, unbelievable. Uh, before we get to the, all the, the clips and whatnot, uh, we lost a titan this week in Rush Limbaugh mm-hmm. and, and I said for a long time you know yes. when Rush goes it may be the lights out there wouldn't be a talk radio genre no. our career may not have turned out and we owe a lot of us anyone on talk radio right yep. now this whole entire station all, yeah. you know here in Rochester Buffalo right uh, there wouldn't be a talk radio genre if it wasn't for Rush Limbaugh no, he was laying the groundwork and pioneering the way so. absolutely a visionary didn't back down and when we thought he was wrong he ended up being right <laughs> Most of the always. time, almost always. He'd and say, when he was wrong, he did going to play it out. But yeah, yeah. And, and when he was wrong, he admitted he was wrong. But I mean, what a just an absolute loss for the broadcast world. Obviously, uh, a Hall of Fame member, and uh, he I don't, be I don't know how missed. you fill those shoes. I really don't. No, I mean, there's, there's a no lot filling. of great people that have filled in for him throughout about, the years. And, oh my! You think about how many careers, how many? I mean, from Hannity to yeah. you know to Glenn Beck to. Yep. You know, uh, a Mark Levin to, uh, uh, you know, just everybody, you know, uh, a Ben Shapiro. I mean, yep. just the list goes on and on and on the careers and people that he made in the business. And again, our, our career, right? If it wasn't mm-hmm. for talk radio, our career may have, we 22 years on the air, right? right. I mean, our, our career may have been a vastly different. So, you know, thanks to uh, to Rush for paving the way and, you know, really a, a visionary like, uh, you know, in the, in the world of Steve Jobs and, you know, those in the past that, that created something from nothing that didn't yep. previously exist. Very, and, uh, very classy really and a tough act right to the end. Right to the no end. Doubt. Fought right no to doubt. the end. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. And so, so God bless anyway, to him and his big family. Loss. Great point. Yeah. Uh, let's sneak in Mike Sparazza here. By the way, after our show, don't forget 315-ish Facebook Live, Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparazza. Actually, the after show. Yeah, the after show. They've got uh, Stefan Mahilu on today. So if you... Uh, 
are interested in listening to Stefan, of course, a class act here, one of the few fighting for business owners and small business owners and, and taxpayers, and taxpayers, in taxpayers in general. Yeah, <laughs> those uh, that pay the bills. Yes, yeah. uh, it's there's a very small group of folks that do that, and Stefan's one of them. So if you're interested in the after hours show, three fifteen, our Facebook live page. So the Financial Guys Facebook live page. Let's sneak in Mike Sparaza. Uh, by the way, we're uh, we'll sneak in Mike. We're gonna uh, get to your phone phone calls. One eight hundred six one six nine two three six. One eight hundred six one six nine two three six. Uh we'll play some clips by the way. I'd love to hear from you on the uh the Cuomo corruption. I'd love to hear from some of you Democrats who are still supporting him. I, I just uh, you know we are constantly in touch with our Florida operation. We have two uh, major offices down there and I look at the Florida numbers. In fact I was reading the infection rate was like four hundred and sixty five to a uh, thousand or whatever. I'm uh, sorry, sorry to a hundred thousand which was um like 20 to 30% less than New York infection rate. So when you start to look at across the board, the state of Florida in comparison to the state of New York, and yet to this day, there's still folks that for whatever reason think, wow, look at how, look at how well New York did. Look at how great Andrew Cuomo did. I think, how, what, by what measure? <laughs> by what del, measure? Del, delusional. We lost delusional. 60% of our restaurants, many of our gyms, yeah. all the businesses that have been just slammed, when it, whether it comes to uh, movie theaters or everything else, that, that will ultimately not survive this. You know, some of these people got PPP money. That PPP money only goes so long, right? Uh, you know, if, you're, if you've got movie theaters and the PPP money lasted well, a year, but, but now hard. they're at 20% occupancy rates, it's not going to last another year. It's not going to make it. Mike, they're still harassing people. And I've got an article here where they're, they're now out of the blue. They're going into uh, a bars that also have hatchet throwing. Yeah. And the Liquor Authority showed up this week at a, at a couple of different Albany establishments and said, you can't have both. What do you mean you can't have both? <laughs> well, you can't, you, can't, you can't open up and serve alcohol and throw hatchets at the same time. Oh, because which, COVID what? Changes the, the yeah, trajectory of the so. hatchets now? I, I mean, don't know. These people know. are totally mentally fine. ill. Did the, you see? The, I think unreal. I sent you the video. There was an L.A. inspector. Um, yes, dancing, dancing, sickening, shut sickening. down a brewery and she was caught on camera dancing like how great it was of an accomplishment for her to shut down this brewery. Uh, L.A. County Health Inspector caught dancing after shutting down brewery only to be proven wrong later. So, of course, she was I mean, she's of wrong. Course. They're wrong by being there. You're supposed to be there making sure that they're not serving me deer meat when I ask for chicken. You're not supposed to be shutting them down for a flu that nobody is dying of right now or very, very little people. Certainly a lot less than the, the flu was two years ago. This is sickening, and the fact that she's happy about this. But we've seen it here, right? These dirtbags go in the back door. They sneak in at 10 o'clock at night trying to play I Gotcha. And, of course, none of them, again, none of them have the stones to come on this show. None of them have the stones to come out and tell what, you know, what uh, no. to defend themselves. It's, it's sickening. It's, that's how you know they're, they're crooked, right? If they, if they believed in what they were doing, because I assure you we have called them. We've showed up downtown. No, we have invited them. Uh, if they believed in what they're doing, they would come on here and defend themselves. They won't do that. They're hiding, hiding, hiding. Uh, let's meet, sneak in Mike, uh, Mike Sparaza. How are you, sir? Mike, head of our home and auto department. Uh, you got an awesome after-hour show, by the way, today, you and Mike Aflick. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun time with Stefan today, that's for sure. Yeah, Facebook Live, by the way, if you're interested in that, 315-ish. Uh, tell me about Home and Auto. I know you had a big week of saving people money. We talked about it Friday morning. Mr. Blanchard does a, uh, a class every week for us all on just learning development, uh, all kinds of mental exercises. We always talk about winning strategies, and you were pretty busy last week. Yeah, I think this one story pretty much sums up what we talk about every week. I, I had a, a gentleman call in. 
He was looking for auto home and umbrella quotes. He actually had met with us about a year ago, just wasn't ready to make a change as he was getting some new vehicles and whatnot. Called us again before his renewal here in, in February, and we ended up saving him about $2,700. And the coverage was similar. We increased it a little bit. But the, the, the crazy thing was he said, I, I had no idea that I was overpaying by that much. It just seemed so normal. It kept coming out of my account. You know, it, it, we just kept paying it. We kept, you know, the insurance was fine. And he had no idea he was $2,700 over what he should have been. Now, on the homeowners alone, we saved him $1,800. His homeowners was almost $3,000 a year. Wow. And m- most of this is because he was with the same company for 29 years. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. They, they don't call people. <laughs> they just they're so good to people. Those insurance companies, you know, the longer you're there, the the lower your price seems to be. It seems to be the opposite. The longer you're there, the more they put the screws to you. Almost. Yeah, sad to say. Got to shop it, right, Mike? Yeah, I, I keep telling people that there's really no such thing as loyalty in the insurance game. There's really they just don't care. Um, and it's not it's not necessarily the companies you know trying to screw you by any means. It's just that they have set increases every year. And that's what happens. It goes up, you know, a percentage or whatever their rate structure is. And if you don't actively shop it, you know, that, that's where it becomes, after 10 years, you don't know what you're paying anymore. Even within the same insurance company, don't I? I remember when I first started working with you, I had my own insurance, and we called the company together, and they said, oh, we have a new program now, same company, uh, less money. But, of course, they don't really voluntarily tell you that. Like, I didn't, never got a letter in the mail that said, oh, by the way, you're eligible for a new program. That will save you money. They don't do that. Actually, we actually just did that with Mike and his homeowners. Um, so the same thing. It, it saved about 500 bucks for the same exact coverage, actually a little bit increased, because a lot of times companies don't want to lose the business, right? So they, they'll, they'll work with you once they know you're leaving, and that's kind of what we'll actively do for you. Some companies won't allow that, but a lot of them will at the end of the day, if that is the best rate still. Yeah, you had a client call worth 500 bucks. I'd say yes. (laughs) I'd say yes. Yeah. (laughs) Give Mike 14 minutes. Let him shop over 25 companies. That's the key, folks, to having the diversification to shop to save you money and then to monitor it every week. Also helping businesses out there, right? A lot of small businesses, business owners looking to save money, looking to help the bottom line. And uh, I know you've been helping a lot of our small business owners out as well, right, Mike? Yeah, it's been a, obviously a tough year for a lot of business owners, so we're trying to do anything we can, even to shave off $500, $1,000 a year if we can, off some business premiums. And, you know, again, a lot of office buildings, a lot of, you know, small offices, small businesses. We've been doing a lot of those, too. So, All right, so we're going to catch you on the Facebook Live after. One of my favorite folks, Stefan Mihailu, on with you. you got to go to a Financial Guys' Facebook page around 315-ish. Uh, they're going to go live. Mike Spraz and Mike Hayflick. And uh, throw out your website again and your phone number just so folks who want to save money and are willing to give you 14 minutes to let you shop over 25 companies. Yep. So the phone number is one eight five five tfg auto That's one eight five five tfg auto And the website is www.tfghomeandauto.com. All right, perfect. And, of course, if you forgot all that, 833-FIN-GUYS. 833-FIN-GUYS, nice and easy, and you can get to uh, Mr. Spraza. Awesome, buddy. We'll see you uh, Monday morning. Take some time off. You deserve it. Sounds great. Thanks. All right, we're going to take a quick break. John and Rochester up on deck. If you want to hop on board, folks, I'm telling you, do not wait to the end. We're out in Rochester, we love to hear from you. Batavia, we have an office out there now. And, of course, here in western New York, here in uh, Buffalo, New York, uh, Williamsville, New York, 1-800-616-9236. We'll talk more about Andrew Cuomo and nursing homes and hiding from it and uh, and his FBI investigation, which I, I personally think is going to go nowhere, but I'd like to hear your opinion on it. 1-800-616-9236.
You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics, and uh, always an open mic session here. If you want to hop on board, 1-800-616-9236, 1-800-616-9236. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS. We do have offices in Rochester, Batavia, and uh, Williamsville, New York. So 833-FIN-GUYS, and down in South Florida, by the way, Jupiter, Florida, Palm Beach area, getting busier and busier. And a lot of folks, by the way, using us, I talked to a couple this week, they plan on relocating down to Florida, and they wanted to know that we had uh, representation in both places. And so uh, Mike Hayflick and I did a call this week, and uh, nice to talk to them, and they knew that uh, they would be in good hands. We talked a lot about Western New York, a lot about Florida and the transition and how we could help them. So if you need our help, whether it's uh, Medicare, we have independent AHIP certified Medicare experts, and if you're turning 65, you must think of the financial guys certified Social Security claiming strategist as well, Mike Hayflick, uh, doing the After Hours show now, 315 on our Facebook Live. Today, Stefan Mahilu joining him. And, uh, you know, divorce planning. We've got college planning, by the way. Uh, Jeff Poron, and we're going to bring Jeff on as an expert to the uh, to the show here in the next few weeks talking about college planning. If you have juniors or seniors and heading off to college, if you have folks in college, I can tell you now's a great time to call Jeff and talk about negotiating the price for next year. Mm-hmm. Got to look at that kind of stuff. So Jeff Boron, certified college planning expert. Use our team as a resource, 833-FIN-GUYS. Uh, you know what? Before We're going to go to John here in a second. Again, hop on board, 1-800-616-9236. Um, this is an interesting article, Glenn, you sent. John Hop. Hopkins expert says COVID-19 pandemic could end by April. Now, this is good news, folks. So the only way you're going to hear from this is financial guys in in the New York Post. Uh, A John Hopkins professor and surgeon says the coronavirus could be mostly gone by April. Marty uh, Marcari, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, who teaches at the University School of Medicine and Bloomberg School of Public Health, said in an opinion piece published in the Wall Street Journal on Friday that the daily infections have declined by 70% seven percent you heard that right and by the way if you're friends of ours on facebook you will get these stats we we posted them on friday uh pretty much weekly we're posting them over the last six weeks covid daily covid infections are down 77 percent since january now there's only two reasons why that could happen right number one Either we're heading, we're hurtling fast towards herd immunity, which yep. looks like that is indeed the case. Yes. Or for those conspiracy theorists out there, they have changed the calibration of the testing so that the actual positive uh, positivity rate has plummeted. I believe it's the it's the it's the former, right? I think that we are, you know, very quickly heading towards herd immunity. Yep. This is what Marty uh, McCary thinks. Yep. Um, and and it has nothing to do with the vaccine. It's just that so many people at this point have now had it. Yeah, or been exposed uh, and so to it. So many states yep. are now open enough that you know a youngster here is getting it, a middle aged person there is getting it, even an older yeah. person you know here and there is getting it. If they were honest about actually worrying about saving people, they would be prescribing things that they have evidence that it works, right? Z packs and and 
and things like that that we heard early on from different doctors. And fortunately, we now have this group think in medicine now, which I think is really horrible. I think this hurts everybody. I don't want a government bureaucrat. I don't want the CDC making all-encompassing, you-must-follow-these-decisions-for-the-entire-country, to be honest with you. I want my doctor. I, I, I picked my doctor. That's right. I didn't pick Dr. Fauci. <laughs> right. I picked the practice that I go to because I trust the doctor that I have worked with for 30 years. I want that doctor to have some level of autonomy. Now, I don't want him to be able to give me whatever. It's got to be approved medication. But I want my doctor to say if he believes that a certain course of therapy or, 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 uh, or whatever uh, medications is going to assist me, then I want him to have the autonomy to do that. Yep. What we've done in this country is we have said, you know, we've gone aggressively to say, you know, states like Ohio, the attorney general at one point said, you cannot prescribe hydroxychloroquine to anybody under any circumstances. And then the day later, after doctors outraged, they walked it back. But why are bureaucrats, why are government officials, why are people that have Bill Gates, no medical background whatsoever, None. None. suddenly dictating to all <laughs> of us, no, right, no front line, what we should be no doing? Front line COVID experience whatsoever. That's funny. My buddy Chris just texted me. He said, Mike Drudge also had that story about COVID being mostly gone by April. I don't uh -huh. look at them much anymore. Me neither, Chris. But, no, I don't But either. I did see it I yesterday. So nice to see uh, that the truth is, yeah. And here's the other thing what we're are not talking do with about. The teachers? We've been talking about this for a long time is this, yes, it has been mutating. And of course, all the media outlets can right. only talk about the mutation in the form of a scare, right? right? Oh, my God, it's mutating. No, it's mutating because it's burning itself out. And right. there's clearly a lot less people in the hospital today because it has mutated itself to be a very weak version of a cold or a flu, right? What's the excuse going to be, Mike, for in, in April when this thing is all? It's Look, it's down 70%. Right. And the teachers' union is suing to not go back to school. <laughs> right. Biden just walked it back. In fact, at the other side of the break, I'll read right from the CDC. It's sickening. Basically, the CDC said, I'll just summarize it quick. Yeah, based on medical experience and a whole lot of pressure from the teachers union, we've changed our mind <laughs> yeah. on what we think is the right course of action for we'll, schools. We'll read that on the other me? side of the break. We got some Jeez. awesome videos. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial, guys. I promise we'll get to your calls on the other side. 1-800-616-9236. The place where money meets politics. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. You've got The Financial Guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas here live on The Financial Guys Radio Network. And we will get to the phones, I promise, John and Mike, just a second. Uh, 833-FIN-GUYS, if you need us throughout the week, 833-346-4897. And, of course, here on the air, 1-800-616-9236. Before the break, you know, we just talking about uh, the John Hopkins University professor talking about herd immunity by April. We've seen a 75% drop in in, uh, in cases. And, uh, and, and yet here we are with the CDC confessing, basically admitting, that they are changing their guidance as, uh, as far as school goes because of, well, you know, some of the pressure. Here's what they said. Uh, let's see. Uh, U.S. works in an understanding of the lived experiences, oh. challenges, and perspectives <laughs> of that. teachers and school staff, parents, 
and students. Okay, so must be based on a thorough review of what the science tells us works and an understanding of the lived experiences, challenges, and perspectives of teachers, school staff, parents. And just, let me tell you something. Nobody at the CDC is listening to the concerns of parents. I assure you of that. Okay? I assure you of that. <laughs> sorry about you the good thing. You could have thanks, taken parents and students in, right off. No problem. <laughs> I was, sorry, I was you still, ta- it's heating up my tea, and I'm like, look down. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. No worries. Yeah. You can take off parents and students, right? Yeah. Perspectives of teachers and staff. They went on to say, which is amazing, the decision to go back to in-person instruction is not one that any of us take lightly. Believe me, I know. At CDC, we have thoroughly reviewed the science and engaged with stakeholders as we work to produce an operational strategy to support safe in-person instructions and protect teachers, students, and other staff. No, you don't take the science seriously if if you then say comma- and those concerns of teachers. The whole bunch of teachers, mainly the teacher unions, (laughs) that want to sit home. Are the teachers scientists? Now, most of the teachers, by the way, there's a lot of good teachers that do want to go. They they, they, want to go back to to, uh, work. Uh, A lot of the leadership, like Phil Rumor, who's totally been absolutely useless to the the children of the city of Buffalo. It is so safe for the kids to go back to school. You're doing so much other damage to these kids. Safer than ever. You're using them as your pawn, and you're doing psychological damage, suicides are up, drug abuse is weight up, is all up, kinds by the way, of Glenn. mental illnesses up. It's terrible. Wait, I read an article about weight. weight. Actually, here, it's, it's in the Buffalo News. Again, I don't buy this piece of garbage, but it's in the studio every Saturday. Front page, child's weight gain, a pandemic worry. Yeah, all that stuff is coming into play, right? Yeah, uh, and by the way, Cuomo defends nursing home over data on nursing home. Gotta, you got to defend them. For those of you that still buy this garbage, please stop. Please stop Unreal. buying the Buffalo News. If you if you if you are a conservative, this kind of garbage needs to stop. We can't. We continue to hand them money. Uh, it's an absolute joke. Let's let's go to the phones. Let's clean up some of the phones and we'll play some of the videos. That sound good? Let's uh, welcome John in Rochester. I'm just going to go in order here. How are you, John? Hey guys. You know the system is rigged. You know what's happening in this investigation? Instead of using the office out of Albany to investigate this thing, they're choosing an office down in Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, I I smell a rat. <laughs> yeah, you think well, as soon as I said FBI, yeah. I'm like, wow, <laughs> it reeked of an outhouse. <laughs> yeah, well, they're circling the right, you know, around uh, a Grizzly and Maxwell. Though I'm <laughs> yeah. sure, I'm sure, you know, we'll get more information on that deal anytime now. <laughs> right? Where see. is she, by the way? Let's see what corrupt agency can we go get to go investigate yeah. another corrupt agency? FBI, top of yeah. the list, <laughs> top of the list. Oh, you know what they should have sent in is the Moreland Commission. Remember that one, John? Yeah, that, that was, was a great. good one. I can't forget it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Until they until the commission actually looked at Andrew, and then they shut it down. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, we should bring it back. Well, the other thing is uh, Durham. Durham and uh, Durham had his hands tied, and uh, because he knows he goes to these district courts in Southern District of New York, which is located in Manhattan, the D.C. federal courts in Northern Virginia, they can't get fair jury pools for grand jury investigations. That's why they're dragging their feet. Kevin Kleinsmith, he's the FBI attorney who uh, forged that uh, document for the FISA court. He gets his wrist slapped, probation. That's it. Yet uh, Roger Stone, with those corrupt judges, Emmett Emmett Sullivan and uh, I think Amy Berman Jackson, uh, she uh, went after, uh, I think, Roger Stone, and Sullivan went after Michael Flynn. They, they get the book thrown at them. It's yep. corrupt 
justice system right now, guys. Corrupt justice system, corrupt and worthless media, right? See the media yeah. this week, by the way, going after Cruz. Yeah. Went after Ted Cruz because he was had a pre-planned family vacation, right? So let me get yeah. this straight. So the Clintons t- take foundation money and fly all over the world, no problem. The Obamas go to Hawaii almost on a monthly basis, not a problem. The Biden family is funding their retirement through corruption in China, not a problem. However, Cruz takes his family out for a two-day vacation. That's a huge problem, right? Give me a break. Well, it's a distraction. It's just yeah. a way to call it's attention away from Como. They're, yeah. they're de- the media is desperate to get Como out of the headlines because they realize how, how badly they've dropped the ball. Mm. Everybody, from national media right down to local media yeah. right here. Because the lo- York local media won't call him out on his, his just his pitiful and absolutely disgusting oh, come on. Uh, no, COVID Outrageous. numbers, right? I mean, just the worst in the country in, in every measure, in every yeah. measure. In every measure, that's where infection yeah. rates, economy, people leaving, da da da. The list goes on. Here's where we're at, by the way. Como record update. Okay, we, New York is 49th out of 51, including DC, making it the third least safe state during COVID. Alaska being the safest, and Ohio being the least safe. Florida ranked 40. Hmm. Factors regarding New York: second highest positivity uh, a test uh, rating, uh, testing rate. Second highest COVID transmission rate, highest hospitalization rate. Tell me again how great Governor Cuomo is doing and how bad Ron DeSantis is doing. And by the way, folks, we said this from day one. You could have COVID and crush your economy, or you could have COVID and not crush your economy. Apparently having COVID and not crushing your economy is actually a better strategy, even health-wise. Yes, than crushing your economy yeah, because and more people die when you crush their businesses and lock them in their house. And all we're measuring, by the way, is is the actual COVID deaths, which most of them are fake, by the way. Most of them are fake. Those people would have, meaning that not that those people didn't pass away, not that they didn't have COVID, but they would have passed away anyways, right? But just comparing COVID to COVID. Now, what we're not comparing is the drug overdoses, the uh, right. suicides from losing your business or your job, right? All that stuff, which, you know, we'll, we'll play out that the New York numbers will even be worse, right? They'll be, be much worse. My grandmother died of COVID. She did come. not have COVID, by the way. My grandmother did not have COVID. She did not, did not die with COVID. But what do I mean she died of COVID? She died of a broken heart. Nobody could come in there for months and months and months. Ridiculous. Months. Unless... You were sharing a room with somebody highly infected with COVID. Then they were right. putting you back in. Then you were forced to go then in. Then you were right. forced to go in. And for Como to deny it is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, By disgusting. the way, folks, we're going to have problems for years and years to come. Not from COVID, though, no. as Mike says. Anxiety, but Because depression. of the other things. This yep. is from the, uh, you sent me this article, Mike. Many people avoided hospitals during the pandemic. Yep. The effect was dire. Emergency rooms down 42%. Visits were down 42% This is from Consumer Reports, by the way, folks. This is from some right-wing publication. Consumer Reports is pretty left-wing. Yeah. Down 42%, Glenn. 42%. So either God just stopped having emergencies or people Mm -hmm. were so scared of the mainstream media and this false information on COVID that they said, I yep. think I may be having a heart attack, but I think I'm going to stay home and stay away from COVID. I mean, that's, that's what scary. This lady, she yes. almost died. She had yes. a complete blockage, and she stayed home for weeks for in weeks. pain. Yeah. For weeks, yeah. this poor lady. How ridiculous. That just shows you the fear that the media has done. John, we'll give you the final thought here. You know, it's getting pretty bad. I sent an editorial to uh, the Buffalo News. We've got a corrupt uh, paper here, too, the Democrat and Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, very biased. we got a WXXI, the NPR station here. Very biased. I sent an editorial comment into the Buffalo News. Not only don't, don't they uh, print my editorials, 
but they sent a nasty response back without putting my editorial. <laughs> uh, I don't know who did it, but it came from the Buffalo News editorial department, a nasty rebuttal to one of my... Really? That's pretty petty. Can you send that to us, John? I'd love to see that. Well, they didn't even they didn't even print my editorial, so I'll uh, forward that to you guys. Yeah, forward yeah. it on. I'd love to, uh, and, love to put and that And make up sure you never give them a penny, John. Don't give them a penny. <laughs> Honest to God, that's what the, what's killing us, right? These, these left-wing papers are still... You know, uh, gathering up enough support, many of it from people who hate the paper. They bitch about how liberal it is, but then they keep sending them money, you know. Um, All right, buddy. Have a great day. See ya. All right. Let's uh, sneak in one more call here. Let's uh, sneak in Mike in Tonawanda. How are you, Mike? Lorraine and Jim uh, Rambo Jim up on deck. Mike in Tonawanda, how are you? Good afternoon. How are you today? Great. Good. I just wanted to um, bring one thing up that I've been working on, and I want this to go through New York State, Rochester, Syracuse, Buffalo, Erie County, everybody that's listening out there, please do what I did. Um, I have contacted multiple senators, Democrats, Republicans. I've got through to my assemblymen, which they returned my call, and I was very proud of them for calling me back, and they're going to see what they could do. Uh, Governor Cuomo, again, um, he took away in last year's budget the property tax relief check. And I usually get the norm of close to 500. And, you know, it basically states that the New York State is providing you with this property tax relief credit check to reduce your local property tax burden. You are eligible for this check in part because your property is in a school district that complied with the state's property tax cap. And basically, uh, when I did talk to Channel 7 Eyewitness News, and I've been calling around, all the senators' offices have been brilliant with me. They stay on the line with me. They talk to me about it. They say it's a good move. And he took that out of the budget. And I feel people that are in Social Security, um, fixed-income people, the elderly, the seniors, this is a big loss. And when I talked to the senators' offices and I talked to the assemblymen, I said this is very damaging to multiple people because we rely on this. And I also mentioned that when my school tax came back in October, it jumped $100. And I also said... Look at how New York State looks. You're driving the people out of here. The revenue is going down, and it needs to be reinstated. So, Mike, it's going to get a lot worse from oh, here. Oh, yeah. You're I speaking hate, the obvious, it, by Mike, the way. You're speaking me, the To, to all, all of us conservatives with an actual brain in our head, yeah. everything you're saying, we're saying yes, yes, yes. They will not cut one penny out of welfare. They will no. not cut one penny out of the abuse. And I assure you, Mike, get ready for more of this, not less but, of it. Every Democrat policy, Mike, hurts people that are on fixed income, yep. hurts, hurts the poor, the lower middle class. The Democrat policies of Joe Biden are going to literally eviscerate the middle class and make it very difficult for people to have upward mobility. I mean, you've just he's destroyed hundreds of thousands of jobs already. Right. With the stroke of a pen. Right. Yep. Think about just we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Think about just oh, just gas prices. Yep. Gas prices are up almost 30 or 40 percent in just the last couple of months. Right. He's making it a lot worse. Who does gas prices hurt more? Does it hurt people that are, you know, widowed, home on fixed income, or, or maybe, you know, a single mom working, you know, two, two different jobs, you know, making 50 grand a year? 
or does it hurt the you know the middle upper middle class making two to two fifty? Probably not going to be a big impact for the two to two fifty. All these policies, whether it's canceling rebates, taking away tax credits. I mean, I would love if they just lowered everybody's property taxes. That's right. No, that's not going to happen, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So Instead, they're going to play Mike these and, games of, are you uh, three foot tall? Uh, do you have red shoes? I mean, this is this is who qualifies. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, Mike, to your point, you're right. you got to call. I, I, I get hats off to you, man. Yes. I give you a lot of credit because you're doing what everybody else needs to be doing, but not just for property taxes, to get people out of office. Yep. He needs to be out of office. He needs to be forced to resign for having a horrendous set of policies, the worst in the country when dealing with COVID, costing thousands and thousands of, of yeah. lives. Put, no putting us, so. even prior to that, Mike, putting us billions of dollars in debt from foolish yeah. projects that anybody with a brain knew was going to fail, right? Mm-hmm. We knew the Solar City project from day one was going to be a, a billion dollars of wasted taxpayer monies at a minimum. And we were Ta-da. right. I had a right. Thanks for yep. the call, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Good luck to you. All right, Luke. we got to take a quick break. Uh, Lorraine and Rambo Jim, you're up on deck. If you want to hop on board, 1-800-616-9236. 1-800-616-9236. Don't forget about our after-hours show, by the way, 315. Mike Haflick and Mike Sparaza, they're going to be joined uh, with uh, Stefan Mihailu. So you got to go to our Facebook page. They'll be live about 315-ish. If you want to see Stefan, always doing a great job. Need us throughout the week. We do manage money for a living. We Don't forget we have offices in Batavia now. For those of you out in the Batavia area, we'd love to see you pop in. Rochester and, of course, Williamsville. 833-FIN-GUYS. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Don't forget about our podcast, by the way. It's found on all major podcast networks. Uh, you know them better than I do. So if you're looking for us on a podcast, we will be there, <laughs> I would think. Uh, and, of course, our website, thefinancialguys.com. Real quick break, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, the, Wiggle, the place where money meets politics. Forget the extremists. It's simple. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. You're listening to The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. And if you want to hop on board, 1-800-616-9236. Need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS, offices in Rochester, Batavia. Don't forget about Batavia, folks, and Williamsville, New York, and down in South Florida, Jupiter and the Palm Beach area. So use us as a resource. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And uh, thefinancialguys.com. By the way, we've got a bunch of educational online workshops. I know, Glenn, you did one, estate planning, talking about preserving your money and passing them on to the next generation. Had hundreds of folks on that uh, on that call. So if you're interested, go to our website, find out more. I know we're going to be doing some on retirement planning and college planning and mm-hmm. just uh, some of our different departments. I don't I don't really haven't plugged college planning enough, but Jeff Boron with our college planning department, if you have you know, juniors, seniors in high school, if you have somebody in college, uh, Jeff is, you know, maybe they're a junior or a sophomore and you need help with, you know, maybe negotiating a little bit for the next year, uh, use Jeff as a resource. Again, 833-FIN-GUYS. And he, uh, you know, whether it's Rochester, Batavia, 
or Williamsville or down in South Florida, we have folks that can help. Uh, what do you want to do, Glenn? You want to go to the phones or yeah, want to play, uh, play a video? Let, let me play a clip. Before yeah. I do that, I wanted to mention uh, you mentioned our TFG Academy. The next session is your retirement planning 101, Mike. That's March 10th. Oh, that's going to be good. I think, that's yeah, going to be, be good. great. Yeah, well, if you're going, I know it's going to be solid. <laughs> uh, so re- so uh, March 10th, you can sign up for that by going to our website, thefinancialguys.com. And off, kind of off academy schedule, we're doing a special event this week. Uh, we do have some open slots. Uh, we're doing a pistol permit class this Wednesday. Oh, that's so I right. I mentioned that. Yeah. Only for Erie and Niagara County residents, however. So and, and let me just say, you, we're not doing it, but we have somebody who's right. doing it in our certified. office. Certified. Yeah, yeah, certified. Yes. Yep. So just like everything else, right? We got to have a certified pistol instructor. Sure. Or, or, <laughs> so we have that. We have that person, and they're coming in, and uh, there is a fee. The fee goes to them, of course. It's sixty-five dollars to sign up, and only for Erie and Niagara County residents. But again, you can go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. Let me play this, Mike, before we go back to the phones. This is Andrew Como. This is Monday. So this week was a cascading disaster for Andy. Uh, it went from, I created a void, and I shouldn't have allowed you guys to think I did anything wrong, so I apologize for that. <laughs> right on down to, it's the nursing home's fault, and they should have known better. I mean, he blamed everybody yeah. this week, but we have this the letter, was Monday's meltdown. We have the letter demanding that he take these people back. Yeah, so. absolutely. Only yeah. five states did that, by the way. For yeah. all that, for for him says to say, well, it, we just follow what the CDC said. No, Nobody no. said to force COVID patients in the nursing homes. Only yeah. five states yep. made that mistake. The, New the, York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and California. You, you think five. everything he did was wrong. Everything, everything. he did was wrong. Everything. There wasn't anything in COVID that he no. did right. Right. Nope. The very few people that should have been that that had that extra layer of protection. Instead, he has five-year-olds going to school with diapers on their face, yep. you know, ruining and destroying their immune systems for a 0% chance of dying. Yet He's he takes- Stockpiling stuff. Yeah, stockpiling <laughs> ventilators. And then somebody who's 95 years old and healthy, he demands that a COVID-positive patient go back into the room or sometimes uh, in, into, the the room, into the same room. You're, you're the taking risk. these people back. Yeah, They knew the risks. Yes. He panicked. He panicked. He panicked. He knew the risks. They sent two COVID positive cases to a nursing home in New York City and Long Island, along with six body bags. Now, why in the world would you need six if you're only sending two COVID? They knew exactly what was going to happen. They knew, but they panicked. Talk about mismanagement, And and sadly, they panicked because of what the University of Washington said and East Anglia College said. Again, a couple of college professors working on a computer simulation model that that are wildly, wildly wrong. wrong, And they came out and said, we're going to have millions and millions of deaths. And Andy panicked. Well, and by the way, for those of you who said, well, he didn't know, guess who did know? We did. We did. We said months and months ago, you don't do this. You don't stockpile ventilators. From day one. If people need them, you get them, and Give good them leadership right. would find more. You don't yep. dare put sick, infected people back into a nursing home that's right. when we've got plenty of boats out there that are that are completely yep. empty he and ready to that. take these people on. He didn't Disgusting. use the Javits Center. He yeah. didn't use the boat. No. Here's Andy on Monday telling us that. He apologizes yeah, for, for you. creating a, for you. A, an information vacuum for, <laughs> he, to allow us to criticize He apologizes on behalf him. of me and you is yeah, what he does. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Amazing. Um, apologize. Um, Look, I Look. have said repeatedly, we made a mistake in creating the void. We made a mistake in creating the void. When we didn't provide information, it allowed press, people, cynics, politicians to fill the void. Uh, When you don't correct this information, you allow it to continue. And we created the void, 
Not because people weren't working hard, Mike, because you know how hard people were working. Mm. Yeah, you were writing a book. Uh, That's right. And, well, you, you should have prioritized providing more information. No, you should have prioritized <laughs> the seniors in this state, you moron. Uh, That's what you should have prioritized, not providing more yeah. information. Nobody needed more information. Yep. Nobody had information. Mm-hmm. What you should have prioritized were the most vulnerable people among us. Yeah. And you had That's the numbers. That's what you should have prioritized. And, and you had the numbers, and people were wow. asking you forever. The, and wow. even some of the folks in the mainstream media, we need these nursing home numbers, need these in August. You had them. Your own staff well, is telling you that, didn't release them because of Andrew, uh, you didn't want Donald Trump to go, go uh, to, well, that's, to pounce that's down be- your throat. Mike, that's the best part about the whole presentation. He has two slides here. Facts. Yeah. To be clear, all deaths in nursing home and hospitals were fully, publicly, and accurately reported. No, that's not a fact. No. That would be false, but actually. F- my, my favorite is we had the folks on from Hogan and Willig last week, and they said, you, said, what's the number one reason you're winning the lawsuits? They said, well, we're taking the facts yeah, that Andrew, da- Andrew Cuomo's yeah. giving us, and we're beating him with it. Like, that's he, right. He is, here's the facts, and we're going, well, no, this is clearly not right. Well, okay, Unreal. yeah, I see that. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's sneak in a phone call here before the break. Let's go to Lorraine on a cell. She's been patiently waiting. How are you, Lorraine? Hey, thank you. Um, I have a question, but I wanted to also – Thank you for your showing how twisted uh, Cuomo's morality is. Yeah, well, it's a lot of the folks on the left, but he's one of the leaders for sure. Yeah, here's my question. Is there any way that we can add financial assistance to our efforts to make the next, the 22, year 22 election fair? Is there anything we can do to coordinate? Yeah, here's what we need to do. We don't need money. We need Republicans to get a backbone. I think we need to call them. I mean, I think yep. we need to demand from our Republican legislatures that they fix uh, the the voting rules. The voting and rules, that's especially right. Especially in states like like uh, uh, Michigan, Michigan and Pennsylvania. Yep. yep. They have the ability to do that, right? They they control the legislature there, legislature there, and they should be doing that as we speak. Should have been done years ago. This should have been done before the election. Yep. Because call they, they changed the Pennsylvania changed election law. The attorney general and the governor changed election law which is against the Constitution of the state, where this Constitution says it's the state legislature that has the ability to change the law. And the legislature says, okay, I guess they're going to change it. No, no, you can't change it. You have, you have that power. This is the problem with our legislators today, whether it's in Congress, whether it's in our Albany, doesn't matter. You, they've given the power to King Andy. In Pennsylvania, they gave the power to King Wolf, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't. What are you doing, guys? Mm-hmm. So yep. that's, that's Same what needs to happen, Yep, yep. Lorraine, just like Mike said, call them, call them, call them. They, call, you know, call. they they don't like that. They don't like to be called out. So call them. Uh-huh. I got to let you go. All right. Thanks for the call. We're going to continue with the phone calls. We've got Joe, Rambo, Jim, Joe, Chester. You're all up on deck here, and uh, Charlie Spraza. Actually, we're going to talk a little bit on the other side of the break about uh, protecting your money and passing it on to the next generation. And one of the departments we have, which we don't talk enough about, is the ability to shop your life insurance policies. You know, life insurance is a really good way to leave money to the next generation. Uh, tax-free. And many of you have policies out there that haven't been dusted off and they're expensive, not competitive, or uh, you know, or they don't have a rider on them, which we'll talk about on the other side of the break. And of course, open mic session. Look, folks, if you want to hop on board, 1-800-616-9236. If you need us throughout the week, you think like us, use our team as a resource. 833-FINGUYS, registered investment advisors, certified financial planners, chartered financial analysts, 
certified social security claiming strategist, certified college planning experts, certified Medicare experts. We're a one-stop financial shop. And we'll be back. Mike Lomas, Clown Wiggle. Don't turn the dial. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. To heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt, speak softly and carry a big stick. I promise you, the president has a big stick. And Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. I got hairy legs, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. And thank you, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor, or Dr. Paper. Because I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. I was thinking the same thing, Sparazza. If you're just listening to this ABC alert, it really goes to show you that AOC is an American hero, a true patriot to our country. She, she <laughs> talked really, about her raising wow. money, $3 million. Well, big deal. You've crushed, you know what, you know, her message is crush economic prosperity. Crush prosperity is what yeah. it is. Give handouts. Yeah, and they'll give you some handouts. What a joke. Yeah. I'm sure people appreciate it, but uh, I think they uh, also appreciate having heat. Yeah, jobs. Windmills, yeah, right? jobs. Yeah, heat. Yeah. Heat would be good. Yeah, Texas right? is really hating it. I, they, they took a, a wallop. I mean, every every uh, uh, every way that they produce energy from their natural gas to, to the windmills is basically frozen, right? Yeah, so the windmills don't it, work. Uh, in the, who would have thought? Even the natural gas lines, though, froze. I mean, that, yeah. that was pretty amazing. So I love the picture of the helicopter out there, you know, burning uh, fossil fuel, you know, dumping, uh, I don't know what kind of uh, uh, petroleum-based chemicals on the windmills trying to free them up, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, this what a what a wake up call though. In all seriousness, yes. And, and, and honestly, well, it won't be though. It won't be. Well, I, yeah, well, be. you're right. But it should be. I it mean, it should be. be. Did you see that article I said about landfill? The the, yes, the blades yes. for the windmills yeah, they can't are not recycle them. recyclable. So they're actually you, causing uh, more damage to the landfill and economy. The the uh, you know the environmentalists don't understand that though. So did you hear the question they asked Pasaki this week? So Biden basically gave China access to our U.S. power grid for the next ninety days. Now, why would you do that? You think? <laughs> right. Right. So they asked the question, which seems like it makes sense. Yeah. Like, why, considering all the stuff we're going through with China, would you know, would would Biden reverse a, 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 an executive order from Trump that uh, that that took him away? You know, that that denied their access to our power grid. Here's what uh, the amazing Jen Psaki had to say, who just is she's just so eloquent yep. and just so informed. It's just amazing to, to just listen to. Here she is in her glorious 39 seconds. Here. Thanks, Jen. Um, in an executive order that the president signed last week, he also suspended a Trump administration executive order that was particularly aimed at keeping foreign countries, specifically China, from interfering in the U.S. power grid. But he suspended that for 90 days in that executive order last week. Given what you said about China today, why did he do that, especially related to something so critical to our national security as the power? Mm, good question. Mm. I'll have to. I think the president's uh, view on, on our relationship with China, I, I uh, 
tried to do my best to convey to all of you. I'll have to check on that specific piece, and we'll we'll circle back with you. Oh, good work, Jen. <laughs> good work, Jen. Yeah, let um, us know when you get the answer. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I, you know what you should do uh, is just call Hunter. Good question. Yeah, good question. Hunter will have more information on what's going on than, uh, sure than Joe will, for sure. We got some other clips for this hour, by the way. I've got some some incredibly racist clips from Joe Biden. It's you can't make this stuff up. No, Joe he's Biden. Not racist. He's a he Democrat. Goes from, you can't be a, you can't thank be a Democrat. God for minorities stocking the grocery shelves. To, That's right. To now this, and I, I won't play this quite yet. But he, apparently, he thinks that if you're you're black or brown, you can't use the internet. So I'll I'll play that uh, after the next break. Yeah. unbelievable. Uh, let's uh, let's see. Can Charlie Spraz here? I, I promise we're going to get to all your calls and questions here. One eight hundred six one six nine two three six. I wanted to sneak in Charlie Spraz. Charlie, head of our uh, our one of our one of the heads of our state planning department, and that is talking about protecting assets and passing money on to the next generation. And one of the reasons I wanted to have Charlie on is number one, Charlie. There's so many people out there that forget about their life insurance policies, and we have the ability, number one, to shop a lot of policies, right? So instead of going to, quote, one insurance carrier, we can look at a number of them to get people the best rate, right? That is correct. I mean, because we, we, we're, not, we're not confined to any one, any one insurance company. So, so the advantage is, number one, you ought to take a look at what you have to begin with. Most people haven't looked at them. They're probably not doing what they set out to do. They're probably missing a lot of the riders. In fact, a lot of people, even with their IRAs, let's just say, for example, they don't necessarily need the money. So why continue growing it in that fashion where they could take a portion of it or a distribution and increase the family wealth by just purchasing a life insurance policy that's, I don't know, two fifty, five hundred thousand, and you pass on a tax-free benefit to your family. Well, to, and to your point, and not to interrupt you, Charlie, but now the IRA rules and especially the beneficiary rules transferring from mom and dad are fine, but when mom, dad passes, mom, then mom passes, now let's say the kids get it and they now have to take it out over a five-year period, that IRA account. It becomes a, a little bit of a sometimes a tax nightmare where by doing the right planning with some of these tools, maybe instead of leaving you know, $500,000 that's now taxable to them, you're leaving a million dollars that's tax-free or 500 that's tax-free, right? And, and here's another point about that, Mike. You know, sometimes when it's in investments and you have to now pay the tax, now you've got to sell off the investment. If the investment's doing well, you've got to sell it off. Whereas if you have the life insurance in place, you can leave the investment intact and pay the tax on it with the insurance, thereby not upsetting your investment portfolio. It's another you know, that's- advantage. That stretch is a big deal that you, Mike, you just mentioned. It's if if in the old, you know, pre last change from last year, when the mom or dad passed away, the 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 child would have a lifetime, their life expectancy, to take that IRA. So oftentimes we would encourage people to try to leave those IRAs to their beneficiaries because they can, you know, they can basically take out a minimum over their lifetime. Well, that's changed. In some cases, it's five years, as you mentioned, Mike. In some cases, it's ten. But it's no, never longer than 10, yeah. right? So, right. you know, if you leave a, a million-dollar IRA to a single child, you know, you're basically telling them, you, well, you got to take at least $100,000 out a year over a 10-year period. That could have profound tax implications for your kids or your grandkids. So these are planning things that you really need to stop and think about. One other thing that, Charlie, you and I just talked about uh, yesterday, 
was the possibility of them changing the estate tax exclusion, right? We've gotten real comfortable with this $10 million plus. Like, most people don't qualify for that. But if they change it back and it goes down to a million or $3 million, how many people out there listening, when you start to really add up all the things you have, have over a million dollars? If they go back to a million-dollar estate tax exclusion, if you die with $2 million, well, 500000 that million over the one that you were excluded with from taxes— Half of that other million is going to go to the IRS. And, you know, nobody, that, at least none of our clients, and certainly no, not many people that listen to the show, want to make the IRS their biggest beneficiary. Yeah. Hey, Charlie, before I let you go, before we let you go, can you just talk a little bit about the riders on some of these life insurance mm-hmm. policies? Because I really think that's important. You know, when, you, when it comes to a long-term care insurance, and some people say, what is that? Well, that's nursing home protection insurance. Nursing home protection insurance has become really expensive over the last bunch of years. And, and of course, there's folks that say, well, not only do I want to pay all that money for insurance, but what if I don't use it? There's a 50% chance I may go into a nursing home. There's a 50% chance I don't, and all those premiums go away. But they have these life insurance policies. And, and just uh, briefly talk about some of the riders that are out there now that, you know, that they can use to help protect from a nursing home. And, and well, see, that's the thing. People are more open to buying the life insurance with that rider because if, in fact, they do go in a nursing home, they can tap into that life insurance to help offset all or part of the cost of the nursing home by tapping into the death benefit while they're still living. On the flip side, you are not going to escape the flip side. We're all going to leave this earth. So one way or the other, the money's going to come back, whether you use it through the nursing home piece well, you pass away, the money comes back. People are much more open to it, knowing that the money's just not. It's like car insurance. You buy it, you don't smash the car up, well, you don't get any money back. It's the same concept. But this way, you're going to get it back one way or the other. Hopefully, you never go to the nursing home, which is the goal. But this also protects your assets. It allows you to be able to move the money out of your name to get beyond the five-year period because you're using the insurance as the tool to pay for your care while you transfer your money. So. Yeah. It's really important to really sit down and walk through it. If it's for you, you know what's for you. You do it. If it's not, it's not. But to leave it on the shelf or leave it to open or leave it to chance, not a good idea. Yeah, especially dust off some of those old policies, some of that you're that you're paying for, and let's see if you're getting some of these riders that you know can can help protect you and your family. Hey, Charlie, I know you're going to be a bigger part of the show. I appreciate it, and I know. Uh, and uh, you and Glenn have worked on some awesome workshops that are still available, I think, on our on our financial guys' uh, website. So, so all right, buddy. I will. I appreciate you uh, coming on, and uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you uh, many more times in the next coming weeks. Thanks for having me on. All right, thanks, Charlie. All right, let's seek it a call here. We've got a lot of people on hold waiting. Let's go to Rambo Jim here. I'm going to get to all of you, JoJo, Eric, Chester. We're going to get to you, Rambo Jim. Jo-Jo. How are you, sir? Hey. Somebody named JoJo? No, Joe Chitawaga, oh. Joey Sorora. Sorry, <laughs> just happened to be in order on the call screen. Rambo Jim, how are you? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, we had uh, a couple of guys, buddies of mine. Uh, we are huge fans of Marilyn Monroe. We had a little meeting yesterday, and while we were talking about Marilyn Monroe and her greatest movie, River of No Return, we started talking about Rush Limbaugh, and we came to an interesting conclusion. We have been, well, society in general, we kept alive the memory of Marilyn Monroe and the memory of President Kennedy the day he was assassinated and the weekend that followed because he got assassinated on a Friday. And we all know Jack Ruby assassinated Lee Harvey Oswald the following Sunday morning. And we've kept that alive. So we came to the conclusion Marilyn Monroe, President Kennedy, and Rush Limbaugh are now in a classification all by themselves. 
And we are going to do the same thing with Rush that we've done with Marilyn Monroe and President Kennedy. What do you guys think about that? I love it. I think that Rush will always be remembered for what he pioneered. Again, I mean, you know, when, when people leave this earth like a Steve Jobs, like a Rush Limbaugh, and they leave such a mark. I mean, yeah. again, we wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. We're doing a live conservative talk radio show. There wasn't a conservative talk radio genre no. before he started. Right. And, and and I hope, I hope, I, I, I pray and hope that the talk radio uh, continues on for many, many, many years to come. Somebody pointed out last week, and I think they sent me a Twitter uh, a, a tweet, uh, that, you know, I, I mentioned that podcast of the wave of the future, and they are. But they pointed out that radio is still free, right? Where podcasts, you have to have a device. You have yeah. to have the Internet. you got to have a phone. But a radio, you could turn on a radio, and they're basically it's free, right? The airwaves are free. And I yeah. think that's so important to maintain the talk radio and at least some bastion of conservative you know, conversation yeah. that just doesn't exist anywhere else in, in, in media today, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, AM radio was on the way out, in my, in my opinion. It was. I remember... I, I was I was telling uh, Bowerly mm-hmm. about this. I was I was working the three to eleven shift at Attica, and I was on my way to work. And I hear this guy. It was the first time I ever listened to him. Calls himself Rush Limbaugh. I thought Rush Limbaugh. I never heard of this guy. I listened to this guy for five minutes. Five minutes later, I said, "This guy's great." <laughs> yeah. Listening to him, I've been listening to Rush since August. In fact, isn't that when he first came on the air? It, it, well, he's, he was on in, uh, in, the, in the early, mid-'80s on some local stations, and then eventually he, he syndicated, I believe, in 88, and really is when he started making it big. I think he started on, like, 60 stations across the country, and then, of course, became, I mean, he had 25 million-plus listeners. That's amazing. Wow. The largest radio audience in, I think, history. I don't know that anyone will ever touch that. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing kids at the Galleria Mall. They're 13, 14, 15, 16 years old walking around with Marilyn Monroe T-shirts. If we can do that with Marilyn Monroe and these kids know about the Kennedy assassination, we can, we can do the same thing with Rush. Yeah, let's yes, hope. They're doing You're their right. best to try to erase history. I assure you they will do their best to try to erase Rush, that's for sure. Well, the, they'll, be, they'll be unsuccessful. I think yeah. you're right. Those are up the T-shirts. now in our 60s, 70s, and 80s. We'll buy a few yeah. T-shirts from you. Thanks, bud. All right, have a good one. All right, let's take a quick break. And uh, Chester, Eric, Joe, and Joe, Joey Storora, Joe Cheektawaga, we'll get you on the other side, I promise. Some more video clips. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, we do manage money for a living. If you think like us, use our team as a resource, folks. 833-FIN-GUYS, offices, Batavia, Rochester, Williamsville, New York. Don't forget about the After Hours show. Stefan Mahailu, uh, Mike uh, Speraza, Mike Hayflick interviewing Stefan. Uh, you got to go to our Facebook Live. We'll be on our Facebook page around 3.15-ish, all right? So uh, that'll be a good one. And uh, whether it's estate planning, retirement planning, college planning, we can help you, folks. 833-FIN-GUYS. Real quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. 
Mike Lomas, Clown Wiggle, Financial Guys Radio Network. And if you're just tuning in, this is the place where money meets politics. And we are going to get to all your calls and questions. Any clips you want to play before we get back to the phones? Or are we going to just... Uh... Uh, we can if you want to hear uh, the latest uh, racist Biden. I, I don't know how how anybody just looks at this guy and says, yeah, he's a competent president. <laughs> I mean, first of all, illegitimate president, I should say. But let me play this clip because how insulting is this? Yeah, they didn't, I mean, they really, didn't want him to be competent. They wanted him to be not no, Trump. That's what That's, they did. Well, yeah. clearly he, they got that right. <laughs> they got he's, it. He's definitely not competent. Yeah. Oops, wait a minute. Portion is a lot. Of Hang on a the uh, the other part portion is a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, in the Hispanic and the African American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts, know how to use, know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that COVID <laughs> vaccination. At the at the Walgreens or at, at at the particular store, how insulting! How is that? insulting is that? So if you know if, if you're black or brown, you know yeah. you're probably unable to get Mexican, on the just yeah. like you're unable to get an ID to vote. Yeah. You know because because most of those folks don't have ID. No, or, I think no, it was, they don't have was iPhones. It? it was it Jesse Waters who went around New York City. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was yeah. somebody like that. One of those kind yeah. of like you know. Are you smart uh, enough to vote? You right? Think Do you, you can have register? ID? They're like, yeah. what are you talking about? Talking well, of course about? I have ID. They looked at him like he had a lobster's crawling out of his ears, as they should. Unreal. But here's here's Biden now out there going, well, you know, it's it's racist the way we're distributing this vaccine because, you know, a lot of no. minority folks can't use. They the don't internet. know where like, Walgreens seriously? is. They don't know he where Walgreens is. They can't is. use the internet, Mike. They yeah. have no idea to use this new thing yeah. called the internet. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I bet. Okay. Sure they don't. Let's sure uh, don't. let's continue with the phone calls here. Let's welcome Chester. How are you, Chester? I'm just going to go in order. Good morning, there, young fellows. Good morning. How are you? How are you, Chester? There's old lemon, evangelical, uh, Christian, conservative person. Uh, it was last year or the year before after I talked to you. I went outside for 21 days, and I prayed for Glenn Wiggle and the financial guys. To- Wait a minute. You played for Glenn Wiggle but not Mike Lomas? Thank and you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a huge crucifix in the sky. Now, the good Lord has all through my life since I've been like 10 years old showing me visions and dreams, and I'm pretty sure that Donald Trump is going to be our president again this year. Hmm. Well, well I, I hope somehow you're right. I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that but, happens, uh, but the black, I would love for you to be right. Uh, the reason more of them are uh, dying is because they don't get enough vitamin D from the sun like the white people do just because of the pigment of our skins. Huh. And that's from, you know, some doctors. So I thought I'd throw that in for any uh, people, you know, listening that have children and stuff yeah. like that. Well, thank you, Chester. Oh, thank you, I will Chester. say that it would be nice if the uh, if the like you know things like the CDC and and our national yeah, well, that's what they should be studying, and, right? Exactly. Are there, are there different groups that might be more right, you know, more affected, affected by or, this? Or, right? You know, is it a yeah. DNA thing? Because I keep you know we going back to it yeah. seems like certain people and certain families families have been get affected it. more yeah. than others. Yeah. And uh, I can't figure it out, but yeah, they apparently can't figure it out either, yeah. or maybe they don't want to figure it out. Yeah. I'm not quite sure, but uh, yeah, but, but hey, they know that giving cocaine to parakeets. Indeed, makes them frisky. That was an actual study. Yes, that they uh, that and they did. I think it was Syracuse that did that study. Yes, so. and shrimp do run on treadmills. Work. Groundbreaking in work. certain but universities. You, did you, by the way, did you see that? Thanks for the prayers, by the way. Appreciate yeah, it. and uh, thanks for forgetting me. I don't need them. 
right. I think I need him. I think I, I need him. Did you I see the article? Thank you, Chester. Where did I? Uh, thank you for the call. Gosh, it's now it's, it's logging me out here. I sent you an article about that uh, university professor who did heroin regularly. Oh, that was nice. Columbia. That was good. Yeah. Columbia yeah, he's, a of a, he's the head of the psych department. Yeah. yeah. So if, you're, if your child's going to Columbia University and getting a psychology degree, you know, they got a professor that says, yeah, I use heroin regularly. Nothing wrong okay. with a few lines okay. after dinner, he said. Let me say, let me tell you. <laughs> That's what he said. There, there, I don't know if there's any such thing as a regular, you mean, either you are a user or you're not a user of heroin. I don't know those occasional heroin users. Heroin is a very, very, very bad drug, as most drugs are very, yeah. very bad, right? But do you really want your college professor or any any professor, any teacher at all? I mean, to me, we have standards. Like, I don't know. I mean, isn't there like a drug test to become a professor of Columbia? I mean, my gosh. I mean, seriously, <laughs> so, he's out there. He'll still be there. I go That's get the a, best part. I go get a, a cash register job selling brake parts at an automotive store. I get uh, monthly drug tested. But if I'm going to teach your children right. at Columbia, apparently that's, right. that's not the problem. That's uh, no problem to do no regular heroin use. This is not yeah. a lie, by the way. This is a Columbia professor. I do heroin regularly for work-life balance. Work-life Carl balance. Carl Hart yeah. is a Columbia University professor of psychology and neuroscience. Well, he chairs the psych balance. department and yeah. has a fondness for heroin, not only as a subject of scholarly pursuit, but Good. also as a substance for personal use. He says nothing better than doing a few lines after a, a hard day at work. Huh. Nothing better. Yeah. Sign my children nothing up for better. Columbia University. That's right. What a joke. Yeah. Let, me, let, me pay, let me pay the $80,000 a year that it costs to put my kid there. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah. you can, this is for the New York Post, by the uh, way, folks. You can't this make is it not, up. He's admitting it. Carl oh, yeah. Hart, no, he's not Columbia following. professor of psychology and neuroscience, chairs a psych department, it has a fondness for heroin. He That's says he, he does nice. experience mild uh, withdrawal symptoms 12 to 16 hours after the last dose. But oh, you think? It's absolutely worth the discomfort, he said. Absolutely oh, worth it. the discomfort. Yeah, that's normal. So, this is, he likes, he also, uh, apparently he likes meth as well. He's, he's also a fan of the effects of uh, Molly. I think that's meth. It's, oh, no, Molly's different, apparently. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm don't. i not up on my drug lingo. <laughs> yeah. My bad. <laughs> You're bad. Uh, he's, he also like, let's see, the professor is also a fan of the effects brought on by MDMA, better known as Molly or ecstasy, and men, uh, meta, uh, uh, meth, I'll just call it. I can't even pronounce the whole thing. Methamphetamine, right? Uh, yeah, this, this is your your, uh, your hard uh, college dollars at work. We ought to get uh, Jeff Bohr on to talk about this. At yeah, some point. that's Unbelievable, right. Folks. <laughs> that's right. Unbelievable. All right, we've got Eric, Joe, and Tom up on deck. If you want to hop on board, one eight hundred six one six nine two three six. Can you imagine? This is uh, I, I cannot imagine spending giving one dollar to this university. All right, Mike Lomas, Wiggle Financial Guys Radio Network. We'll be right back. Don't turn it down. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Conwigle Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. Uh, a few of the texts that just came in, one of them, uh, by the way, the coal did not disappoint in Texas. The windmills did. How true is that? But they were actually shutting down some of the coal plants yeah. there in uh, in uh, Texas. And uh, had they left uh, three of them open, we wouldn't have had such a such a big issue. But uh, uh, yeah, so, somebody said, by the way, uh, your two hour show is just an infomercial. That's funny because I actually think we talk maybe very rarely about 
investing, which is what we do. We talk more politics, but uh, it's what I love is that they listen for the entire two hours. <laughs> right. You gotta love these left wing folks, and they never call in. It's geniuses. always the text, geniuses. you know. They, yeah, the yeah. geniuses, right? So I said, which hour disappointed you, the first or the second? Uh, <laughs> gotta love them. Uh, just a few housekeeping notes. My brother-in-law Dan just said he signed up for the pistol permit class. Very we good. do have somebody who's certified to teach. Is it this Wednesday, Glenn? Is that it's this Wednesday? Yeah. Sorry for the short notice. We have a few extra slots. You know, mainly we're doing this for a lot of our staff and yeah. our employees. But uh, we wanted to open up to the public, and we've got some room. So. Yeah, it's sixty-five bucks to sign up. up. Nothing going to us. So not, you know, we don't get sixty-five bucks. Professor does. Uh, but uh, if you want to take advantage of that, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. And uh, make sure you uh, sign up. I, we're encouraging people to do that and to uh, make sure you're, you're able to protect yourself and do it in a safe manner. So uh, go to our website. If you'd like uh, to talk to one of us, 833-FIN-GUYS. Throughout the week, we have offices in Rochester, Batavia, and uh, in Williamsville, New York. And before the break, by the way, we were just talking about this Columbia professor who thinks Unreal. that it's a good idea to, to do heroin and uh, I guess, what did we say it was? Molly? Molly and Mo- meth. Meth, okay. Yeah. Uh, but he does it because of work-life balance. Now, I want you to think about, folks, these are the same professors that are giving us the COVID numbers. These are the same right. professors that they can't figure out why their models were off by 96%. Maybe we should have actually talked to, I don't know, the frontline COVID doctors like we did because uh, we had them on the show, and they were, they were talking about herd immunity. They were yeah. talking about the fact that there's going to be lots of cases, very little deaths. Well, this guy was was, was uh, this guy was doing lines was a, of coke. La La Land, I guess, over the weekends. But <laughs> I mean, seriously, that that I mean, how do you not fire this guy? I mean, Columbia University, seriously, right? I mean, you don't put this guy on leave, right? I mean, how about how about I don't know, how about a stop and frisk on the Columbia campus to see if he's carrying any heroin <laughs> on campus? Yeah. You don't see this as a problem? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's on amazing the Columbia, that a, that a college the... professor can feel you know comfortable enough to to talk about this with the New York Post, yeah, with no 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 consequence or fear consequences whatsoever. Yep. It's outrageous. But just don't have like Ben Stein or somebody show up to no, talk. God, That's, no, God, no. Uh, well, I'll tell you, college is broken, folks. Uh, college in our country big time. is seriously broken. And I think you've got to be very, very careful about where, where your kids are going, yep. what classes they're taking. I'm very fortunate. My, my oldest is going to University of Tampa. And honestly, she's, she's, I think from what she tells me about the classes she's taking and what I've seen of her ability and her skill set, Seems like she's getting a decent education, right? But I got to tell you, if 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 I found out, you know, her professor was doing meth on the weekends, I'd have this. Well, I'd be on the phone with that school pretty damn quick. Yeah. Now, this guy, sure you this that. guy not only Carl Hart does it on the weekends, but he does it. It's just an after hour. It's a relief for him. So, oh sure, yeah. happy hour. Yeah, right? Throughout it's the week, happy hour, right? Everyone yeah. does that. Nah, Unbelievable. Everyone does a few lines of coke and then goes to work. Uh, let's welcome. Let's stick with the phones here. We got to welcome Joe in East Aurora. How are you, Joe? Hey, good guys, man. I'm having a good laugh today, man. I was crazy. I <laughs> appreciate it. I, yeah, I should should say, hey, hey. I, I used to work with this old guy that used to say uh, Jenny Draft and a shot of Old Smugger would was good after a day's work. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. <laughs> question. I think there's a big difference between having a Jenny Light and uh, doing some heroin, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, man. It's crazy. Hey, I got a question for you. I'm trying to figure this this whole Tesla dude out. Okay. Because I remember you guys were doing that stuff before. We were talking about Solar City, how we, you know, uh, you know, we're trying to figure out who, 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 whose bright idea was it to give him all that money, and then, and then he's, then he's sending all that money from from Tesla to Bitcoin, 
and then he won't back his guys, his employees on their 401k. I mean, what is this guy like a scam artist? Well, he's a he's a genius. He's a genius, but he's a in in a sense, in my opinion, he's sort of an evil genius. I mean, he's been able to manipulate the Democrats for trillions, billions yeah, and billions of dollars, really. right? Uh, everyone really, but yeah, you know, mainly the yeah. if you look at states like the California and New York, where he's, he's really thrived. Now that he's you know basically garnished billions of dollars of our taxpayer money, he is relocating now to Texas so he can put more money in his own pocket. So yeah. he figures out capitalism where it works and benefits him. He is a genius, though. I mean, he comes up with unbelievable products and ideas, and but he does it on the back of our dollar, which is pretty sickening to me. But you know what? The, the Democrats give it to him. I mean, they just he flew into Buffalo. He didn't have a plan. He didn't have a. It's not like this was, you know, basically he still owes us $40 million. I don't know how many jobs. We're supposed to have thousands of jobs down there. I'd be lucky yeah. if there's, you know, 300 people working at that plant or or, uh, or 100 people at this point. Uh, we'll never see that money. Very smart no. at shifting, setting up shell companies, moving money from one to the other. And who gets stuck is the taxpayers of New York in this case. Yep. He should stick with rockets. He goes on down money. there at that solar city. Uh, nothing. No, nothing. 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 You're not allowed in. You're not allowed to view it. Go down there, though. There's hardly any cars in the parking lot. I mean, so at nothing. this point, wouldn't you expect to see, like, what, they were going to do these roofing tiles that were, you know, that was what the big thing was going to be. At this point, don't you think you'd see solar panels all over western New York? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you putting them here first? The factory's right there. I don't think they're actually producing much of anything. And, and sadly, look, and I'm going to make this clear. I am all for alternative energy. Okay, so I, you may be shocked to hear that. But I'm also a free market capitalist. So would I love not to have to pay for oil and gas? Of course. Would yeah. I love to heat my home with solar and things I don't have to pay for? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Is the technology there? It's not. No. Is, is, is a government commissar somewhere in Albany or Washington going to you know will it into power it, because he throws the billions of dollars at it? No. It, that's not how innovation works. Is any so of this stuff making the world cleaner? No. 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 <laughs> no. no. Well, well, go back to that windmill uh, yeah. with the blades, Mike. I mean, yeah. that's a big deal, right? Right? These blades are not recyclable, so they're digging holes in the earth and they're filling it with old windmill parts. That's right. Now, I don't know about you, but that doesn't seem like it's very environmentally safe now, does it? <laughs> I don't know. Just Final thinking. thoughts. Final thoughts, anyway. Joe. Well, I was going to say, one other thought that I heard about those windmills, that I was talking to a lady that lives in Wyoming County, and when they put them in, there was going to be no town tax in some of these towns. Sure. <laughs> For the first, first yeah. few few years. No town tax, but guess what's happening now? Oh yeah, like you said, follow the money. Where's yep. <laughs> somebody yep. got screwed? Yep, oh. yep. And yep. unfortunately, somebody will make out. They don't even live in Western New York anymore. They own a piece yep. of property. Well, the windmill executive. They, they, that's what makes they, out. they own a piece of property. They're somewhere out of here. They live in Texas. They live wherever, yeah. Florida. And they say, you know what? I'm not there. I don't care about the landscaping anymore. I don't care about the landscape. I don't care what it looks like. You're going to give me how much? Because nobody wants to develop this land. Okay, yep. put the windmills yep. up. Have fun. Go and, for it. And, sad. and that's where we're left with. Hey, thanks for the call, buddy. Thanks, Speaking of taxes and free money, they uh, they're going to. I think they passed this thing, right? This this one point nine trillion dollar monstrosity that uh, now now people can finally get their what twelve hundred dollar checks. Is that going to save the world? Is that what it is? I love <laughs> yeah. Rand Paul though. I'm going to go back to his free money for everyone. Yeah. Free money what? for everyone, they cry. There it is. I would, at why some not, point, why not make it thirty grand? Forty. Why not? Why stop why not? there? 
Why stop there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now that'll do a lot. That'll do a lot for economic growth. Don't ever let them go back. We're down 77 hospitalizations with COVID are down 77%, and we're still wearing diapers on people's faces. They're still talking about how do we get back to school safely. It'll yeah. be gone. No. That's the thing. We are going to get the herd immunity by April, March, April, oh, May. Oh, they're up. The schools. We're, gonna, we're already plummeted by somebody. What's the excuse going to be then? The schools in New York then are already going to next fall. They're just right. writing this year just, off. Just like right this, off. Yeah, no, wow. no problem. This was your senior year in high school. Not a big deal. Not just right I, I, by, by the way, my nephews, I won't say where they're playing, but very good basketball players. I'm watching them online. They're wearing uh, diapers on their face, but not over their mouth as they run. This right. is this is where we are. Liberalism at its best. Are they wearing so, it over their eyes? Yeah, no, their chin. Their chin. Oh, their chin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you run up and down the court <laughs> with a diaper either. on your that's chin, and apparently dumb. that's going to ward off COVID. Like this is yeah. ridiculous. That's Absolutely dumb. ridiculous. My favorite was the football, like the 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 uh, the big game. Right, they're all smashing into each other. No masks on. Yeah. Right, but piling up and and on the front line, you know, the, on the line of scrimmage, and yet then they go to the sidelines. They put their mask on when there's nobody around them. Unless Until some... somebody walks over to talk to <laughs> that's them. That's right. In which case they pull down their mask. <laughs> and shout in their face. I love that. Ah, uh, liberalism <laughs> at its good. best. It's a, it's a mental illness, folks. It really, it really is. is. Uh, let's work, welcome Tom in Batavia. How are you, Tom? Hi, good. How are you guys doing? Oh, good. 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 Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, something that's been bothering me ever since the, the uh, coronavirus started, and that is Andrew Cuomo <laughs> and, <laughs> and what he did to this state. And, and I... I I uh, spent a lot of time early on, so I'm retired, so I have a lot of uh, idle time and, and nonsense time, right? So I was watching the numbers. You know, as Andrew always says, follow the numbers. Well, I did. And Washington State had, uh, let's see here, it had uh, 2,221 uh, people infected on March 23rd. California had 910 people infected on March uh, 19th. Now, both of those dates are, are important because those are the dates that they went on their pause. Yep. Now, New York State, on the other hand, we went on our pause uh, on March 22nd with a whopping 15,168 cases. So if you look at the numbers, as I did, it's a whopping 6.8 times delayed the numbers that Washington State had and 16.7 times longer than California. Now, it's just crazy. Nobody ever talks about the fact that we waited so long before he did anything. And he blamed, by the way, well, we have the president for waiting. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, well, you're, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, he, and uh, he waited he with did, two two reasons. One is then we started to find out the data of opening up was actually better. Right. We, we got data from Sweden. We got data from well, places. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know no, what he to didn't. do. He had no. Here's what he did. OK. He said, we're going to close down 25 percent capacity. So we're going to go to 75. So Wednesday or Tuesday, he went to 75 percent capacity. Right now, the rest of the country was starting to shut down. Tuesday, he goes to 75%. Wednesday, he comes back and goes, now we're going to go to 50% capacity. The next day, he comes back and goes, now it's going to be 25% capacity. You know what that is? 
That is somebody who has no idea how to make a decision. That is somebody who has no confidence in the decisions he's making, who doesn't have the backbone to say, you know what, I'm going to make a hard decision on what I think we should do, and if I'm wrong, I'm going to admit that I'm wrong. He didn't do that. He took a half step, another half step, another half step. And then finally by Friday he goes, okay, now we're going to shut it all down, right? Now, mind you, fortunately for our business, we were a week ahead of that. Like we were already making our own plans because guess what? As most business owners do – we know how to actually make decisions and lead. We don't need a government bureaucrat to tell us how to run our company or keep our employees or our customers safe. But apparently a lot of people think they do. Now, now and contradict we, and that's that, why we have Andy. Contradict that with a governor with a brain, DeSantis, who right. did shut some stuff down, but literally two to three weeks later had everything start to open back up. And he didn't play the garbage of, we're going to do 20% and 10% in red zone and orange zone. And he admitted so a mistake. He said, he DeSantis said, look, it, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was told by all these bureaucrats, I was That's told right. by all these professors that yep. we were going to be, oh, the healthcare system was going to be overwhelmed. I was told we were going to not have any place to put these people. That was not the case. I also started to look at places like Sweden that didn't social distance that didn't wear masks and their numbers seem to be in line with everybody else who did all that stuff except they didn't ruin their economy so he said as gunn has said uh, we're going to either have covid with a destroyed economy or covid and we're going to make this thing uh survive and get through it and hopefully be better off on the other side well that's what good leadership did our leadership is continuing to destroy and give the power to these minions in the health department, to these uh, to these uh, uh, jokers in the liquor authority. They continue to play these games of 25% occupancy. I think now the restaurants in New York City are open at 35%. So the one-third that are still left, good luck with that. I mean, wh- how, what's the number going to be? 80 90% are going to be gone at the end of this? Meanwhile, in the state of Florida, infection rates are better, deaths are lower, people are older there, and yet Yes, they do congregate together more in the state of Florida, the elderly people, than the state of New York, and uh, their economy is better. New York is number two or three on the death list. Florida is down about 40. Yeah. Yep. Numbers don't lie. Yep, and and, facts, and, a, right? and, a, and an elderly, uh, more elderly population there, 20% right. ahead of, well, well, almost 20%. Somebody questioned me two weeks ago. They said, well, they don't have 20% more population. I think it's 15% now, but it their is. elderly population is 20% ahead of that of New York, yet their COVID numbers are better. Hey, great call, Tom. Thanks for the call. we got to take Thank a quick you. break. We come back. We've got Dave, Eric, and Floyd up on deck. We'll continue to roll with your questions here. Financial Guys Radio Network. Do not turn a dial. It's a write-off for them. How is it a write-off? They just write it off. (laughs) Write it off what? Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. You don't even know what a write-off is. (laughs) Do you? No, I don't. (laughs) But they do. And they're the ones writing it off. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, Financial Guys Radio Network. Need us throughout the week, folks. We do manage money for a living. 833-FIN-GUYS. Offices in Rochester, Batavia, Williamsville, New York, and down in South Florida, Jupiter, Florida, 
If you need our help, use us as a resource, whether it's retirement planning, college planning, estate planning, uh, certified Social Security claiming strategist. If you're thinking about retiring, you must think Social Security. So use our team as a resource. And don't forget about the After Hours show, by the way. Mike Sparaza, Mike Hayflick, interviewing Stefan Mahailu. That's a, a can't-miss it's on our Facebook Live, so make sure you like us on Facebook. Becomes friends with us. A lot of stuff we talk about we post to either our Twitter account or our Facebook page, or may, may, usually both. So use our team as a resource there. And uh, and make sure you join the Mike and Mike show after 3.15-ish, uh, and they will be live with Stefan Mihailo. Uh, let's uh, stick to the phones. I'm just going to go in order here. Eric in Alden, how are you, Eric? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Howard. You got it. I uh, just want to uh, thank you for all you're doing. Um, I uh, don't really have a lot of people that I can talk to uh, that think, you know, like you say, a lot like you. And uh, it's uh, just kind of refreshing to hear you guys. I don't have a lot of kids my age that, you know, they all think the other way. So. Yeah, educate America. I, I bet you'd be surprised, though. There's a lot more of us out there than we think, even in the state of New York, you know. Unfortunately, the rotten 18 miles on the east coast of this state really destroys a lot of uh, a lot of what happens in this state. Just sad. Or, or stop by our office. It's a conservative safe space. You can come in and have a conversation with uh, a, a number of different folks, and they'll be happy to sit down and talk with that. Yep. That's the best part about our office is that we have the opportunity to work with people that think just like us. And I hear that a lot, Eric, and people that come in that are clients of ours saying, oh, my God, it's so refreshing to at least – talk to somebody who thinks like I do. And we're getting a lot of business from folks that say, you know what, I'm not doing business with Geico anymore. They don't think like me. Warren Buffett doesn't think like I do. I'm going to go to people that do. So appreciate that sentiment. Yeah. And uh, I also just, you know, uh, wanted to uh, say thanks for, you know, your comments about Rush. He, you know, like you said, he really carried the whole industry on his back and really was the only person for a number of years. And, I, I'd hate to think where we would be without him. So. Yeah, I agree. And I agree. literally changing AM radio, as somebody said, AM, I think it was... Uh, Saving it. Rambo Jim. Rambo Jim, that's right. I mean, you know, AM radio, what would it be without talk radio? Gone. Right? It'd be gone. gone. Yeah, it would be gone. So pretty amazing. And a lot of folks yeah. like Glenn and I owe him a, 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 a bunch of, you know, debt of gratitude huge because debt. it's yeah. uh, we, we would not probably be here without him. So huge. No Thanks, Eric. Well, All right. Have a great weekend. Buddy. Thanks, Eric. Wanted to... Oh, we'll give you a final thought here. I just uh, also wanted to say, uh, you know, we might uh, be looking at earlier than April, like you were saying, because I heard uh, we're going to be getting about 300 people vaccinated. So that's good news. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's somewhere between 300 and 600 million. He doesn't yeah, know. He doesn't know. But he thinks 300 people, million. actually. Yeah, he said 300 people will be vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, that's Thanks, a great Eric. great way to end it. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> All right, let's stick with the calls here. Let's welcome Dave in South Buffalo. How are you, Dave? I'm great. Uh, have you noticed the the mainstream media isn't uh, isn't demanding President Biden do anything to help Texas? Uh, he he didn't even show up for six days. He finally declared a state of emergency. I think yesterday. Yesterday. Or this morning. That's right. Yeah. 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 They they blame Republicans for hurricanes. That's right. Whole Democrats responsible for natural disasters. Total media silence. Oh, they're terrible. That's right. It's yep. it's beyond disgusting, Dave. We see it here locally. We see it nationally. They are totally worthless. Journalism is dead. They don't care. They just anti-right and uh, and all about the left-wing socialist agenda. Yep. 
It's really Russia, yeah. right? Russia's media is put there in place to make uh, to make to make government look good, and that's what yeah. they do here. They always, yep. They always pile on the Republican. And um, have you noticed you know, Biden isn't being blamed for COVID either? No. Well, but remember, well, Biden had a got plan. The cure. I mean, he's got a plan. So he had a plan. Biden. Biden gets away with anything. He literally said. Well, we didn't have the vaccine just a week ago. I, I think until I came into office, you got the vaccine, Joe, before you were even inaugurated. <laughs> Who do you think did that? Yeah, him and, I mean, him and AOC, that, by the way. AOC yeah. bumps her way up there to get right. it right. Like some senior wasn't more important right. than her. Exactly. The yeah. sad thing is, is that President Trump broke records in nine months to get these vaccines to market. Yep, and he did it by constantly pushing right yeah. he was on the phone he's well, pushing breaking he's down these executives worthless you know. regulations that right. that we we know were worthless because you can see how fast this vaccination went through even and, right down to the end yeah i mean i'm starting to interrupt you but even right down to the no, end with right. the fda he's calling yep. the fda go what are you waiting what are you waiting for, for? you got all the data no. you've already approved it yeah. like a couple days went by he's on the phone with them going what are you doing yep joe approve said he, it the name joe, next day they approve it they joe don't said do that he, unless he pushes them absolutely had a plan when he was running against trump for covid then when he got into office he said ah there's nothing i can do i can't really change the course of this so yeah, right, worthless and that. But he did lose 22 million vaccinations. So him and his, him right. and his pals. They'll find eventually. They'll, fi- for the call they'll find him in a warehouse with the ventilators with Andrew. That's right. <clears throat> let's wel- Excuse me. Let's welcome Floyd and Alden. Floyd and how are you? Good guys. How are you? Good. Good. First, I want to give my condolences to, to Russia's family. Uh, I drove a, a tanker truck from Buffalo to Cleveland five days a week for 22 years, and Rush was my co-pilot. And uh, and everything he said, I agreed with. So that's that's probably why I like him so much. Yeah, you begin, yeah. you get to feel like you know these people. It's funny. Uh, we run into people all the time that have listened to us for twenty years, and they feel like they know us. And, and I sort of feel like I know them. <laughs> you know, we start yeah. talking, and you know, Glenn and I will. Be, we were out to dinner. It was the last year. So somebody turned around and said, "Are you the financial guys that listen every week?" Because they heard our voices, and we had it within instantly. We were able to have a conversation with them yep. and feel like we knew them forever, forever. Yeah. So you yeah. do really get to you know on both sides you, you get this oh, this yeah. bond well what i wanted to call you guys about i haven't heard you guys uh, speak about buying gold and uh, i'm going to come into some uh, some money in about six months and i'm not in the stock market or anything like that and a friend of mine said take the money buy gold and forget about it i think that would be crazy if you look at gold it tends to trade sideways for decades at times and then it'll pop up as a tradable type of instrument. I think it's expensive right now. People buy gold because they're uncertain. And I would tell you to buy guns. I think they'll be worth more in the long term. If you're going to buy some gold, you buy a small amount of it. You know, I'm a big fan of asset allocation and diversification. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be upset if you said I've got, you know, 5% of my money in gold. But I'd, I'd be really upset if you put 100% of your money in gold. Well, what, what, do you, what do I say to him when he tells me that you'll never lose money buying gold? Well, well sure I would, you will. Yeah, I would tell him <laughs> to look at the charts on gold because, uh, you know, the, the, I went so close to about $2,000 an ounce now, but I think 2012-ish, 2013, it was $2,000 an ounce, and it went down to like $1,200 an ounce. So that's a pretty big correction. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's taking yeah. forty grand and making it fifteen. So that's, uh, yeah, uh, I would look Diversify. at the charts. Diversify for sure, and there's a lot of good companies out there, a lot of good different investments that you can get involved with outside of gold to uh, to give yourself a you know a diversification chance. If you want to put a little in there, wonderful. I have a, it's more of a tradable vehicle though for sure. Right. All right, pretty good. Yep, Floyd. If you want to call Thanks, our Floyd. office, walk through some of our homework, we can help you with that. Okay. 
Okay, guys. Thank you. All right. 833-FIN-GUYS. Look, we have offices in Batavia, Rochester, uh, down in South Florida, and, of course, flagship office here in Williamsville, New York. Use our team as a resource. Don't forget about the After Hours show. Mike and Mike. Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza interviewing Stefan Mahailu. I will be tuned in. That'll be cool. Love hearing from Stefan. About 3.15-ish Facebook Live. So like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Our website, thefinancialguys.com. On behalf of Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, God bless Russ Limbaugh, by the way, and his family. We'll see you next week right here on the Financial Guys Radio Network.